Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen, football fans, basketball fans, baseball fans? It's that time of the year where football fans, we don't have much to talk about, so we talk about the same stuff. But everything else is thriving right now. It's your boy, Jay Spencer King, and I got steroids for the girls. I got my man, Antoine Staley. I keep saying I'm going to come up with a nickname for Antoine, and I just I keep slacking on that. But what's going on, y'all? How y'all doing? Hey, I'm I'm good over here, man. You know, it's good that we got the the trifecta back together. You know, even though Torn be tripping because he don't be trying to yeah, hang out man. with us, man. You know, so we gotta we gotta make up for lost time, bro. What are you busy, man? I'm busy. Oh, here we go. I'm, hey, I'm you're the only guy. one that's busy. I didn't, that's not what I said. I said <laughs> I'm busy. I'm busy. I didn't say everybody else was busy. I just said I was. <laughs> He 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 be putting on though. That dude every time I talk to him, he got some new work that he's doing, man. So yeah, that's all respect. Yeah, all respect. Uh, <laughs> but how you been, Twine? Last week you were no, it wasn't last week. It was the week before that you were with doing the um the owners' meetings and stuff. How, how'd that no, go? It's been about a month ago. Like I took some vacation, like a little bit after that. I went. I did a wedding. <laughs> then I went back home to North Carolina for a little bit. Hey, now did you get some food down there in the, in the NC or what? What you get? What you eat? I mean, a little bit of everything. I mean, you know, I mean, some barbecue, <laughs> like my mom cooked a little bit. So, yeah, definitely. You know what, though? If if one thing I do know about Antoine, it don't matter where he travels to, don't matter what he got going on, he going to find some food. Like, it don't matter. It don't matter anywhere we at. Like, he, he'll tweet that he's doing something for the draft. He going to find the best. So this year, Kansas City, I guarantee he's finding some barbecue. Guaranteed. Well, I, I won't be in Kansas City though. That's the only thing. Okay. Like I'll be at the uh, Jets facility, but Kansas City barbecue, it's all right. It's okay. Ha- have you ever had somebody tell you they can cook and then tell you they be boiling chicken? Yes. <laughs> I have, unfortunately. <laughs> Talking about she she can season it with some garlic and pepper. Like, yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> Sterling, what are we doing right now, man? What, what are we doing? I'm just saying, man. It's just stuff that comes up, man. It's a dead, it's a dead period, dead season. So you got to find stuff to talk about. That was like one of the highlights of my day today. I don't know about y'all, but it somebody, was for me. 
There's some, I, I don't even want to know what that tastes like. Listen, you know what? Do y'all wash your chicken before y'all cook it? Absolutely. Yes. I don't know why every year it seems like this is a debate that comes up and people are like, no, you don't wash it. You just, you cook it and everything goes away. But I'm like, y'all don't wash the food. Okay. I absolutely wash my chicken. And we're going to have people saying like, these dudes are crazy. Why are you washing your chicken? You gotta, hey, you gotta wash the chicken, man. You don't know what's, where that chicken's been. See, Stephanie in the comments, oh my God, no, do not wash it. <laughs> absolutely wash it. But anyway, well, let's get this. In the freezer okay. anyway, it's kind of it's kind of wash it anyway because it has like some of that freezer stuff on there anyway. So I mean, but yeah, I, I definitely put some water under it either way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, which I don't, I don't um, I, I really like don't be very long, but yeah, just for a little bit. <laughs> so I mean, is chicken the only thing that you want? What else? Like, what other types of um, proteins? I guess you know, would you wash? Uh, that's probably the. That's the only, only one, one I can me. think of. Yeah, that's probably the only one for me. I mean, I would not do steak or anything. I guess you could, but I don't. Yeah, so I because to me that was always the question. It's like, well, why do why do we? I feel like it's like a a cultural thing as a community. Black people, we wash our chicken, right? So, yeah. but but we don't wash steaks. We don't wash. Um, you know, pork chops or nothing else like that, but we will wash, we'll wash the heck out of some, some chicken. Why you, never... why you make a sense right now? <laughs> well, no, okay. it's just like, why do we do that? But we I don't, don't do everything. <laughs> I can tell you the last time I ate a pork chop. Yeah, pork ain't, pork ain't, it don't sit well with me. I ain't supposed to eat it, but I'm gonna tell you, ain't nothing like some good smothered pork chops with some. Okay, let's let's talk sports. Let's get to the sports because I could we could do a whole show talking about food because I enjoy it way too much. It's obvious when you see me in person, I enjoy it way too much. But let's um, the NFL. The news in the NFL is a little died down right now just because the draft is coming up. You know, it's so close now, so we can touch a little bit on it. But I feel like everybody, at least I am, I'm a little exhausted with the draft conversation. I just feel like every podcast on every network from every city. It don't matter. You're covering the, the draft right now. So I kind of want to start off this show. We actually uh, titled it the Draytown Stump uh, because if I don't know if anybody's keeping up with the NBA playoffs, but my man Draymond Green from the Golden State Warriors is suspended for game three in the first round of the playoffs because he he chose to uh, a town stump somebody on the court. And uh, I don't know. First, let, are both of you familiar with the play? Did you did you both see oh, the yeah. play? I watched it live, so yes. Okay, so knowing who Draymond is and knowing, do you? Let's start with Sterling on this man. Do you think that it was even worth? I think the ejection was was fair, but what do you what do you think about him being suspended for a game? Yeah, I don't I don't agree with the suspension. I mean, it, it does make your league look kind of soft when you do that. Uh, I mean, you know, we we point the finger at Draymond because it's Draymond Green, and he knocked out Jordan Poole, and he's done all these things. But Demonis Sabonis is not innocent. Like he's playing just as dirty, right? And, and the refs aren't seeing it. And and I'll tell you what. Overall, I feel like the 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 Kings are punking the uh, the Warriors right now. It, it just mm -hmm. it just doesn't look good. I mean, I've never seen the Warriors kind of get punked like that. So Draymond's frustrated. And he gonna let Demonis Sabonis know what's up. So, I mean, the ejection is fine, but to suspend him for a game—that's kind of soft oh, to me. Soft, soft. To me. and it wasn't even a good stomp. You know what I'm saying? 
Right. It, it didn't even have the full like the the it didn't have the full energy of you know like it was it was a real abbreviated stump. Right. Like I need him to get a, get a, get a right. real stump in there. Well, he did it on purpose though. That's the whole thing. Oh, you can tell he did it on purpose. Like it, I think he's it dead. Was, it was by mistake. Oh, stop. <laughs> like, I, here's the thing. Like, I think it's, it's a couple of things of why he got suspended. I think, first of all, I mean, you look at like his history, and they noted that in the press release there. They talked about his history and doing that. You remember 2016, the NBA Finals, when you know he got suspended with you know his incident with LeBron and whatever the case was. And then you know that ended up, I think, ultimately costing the Warriors a cha- another championship. So they, could be, they could have five instead of you know, the four that they had in that ring. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. two, I definitely think his antics afterwards. Like, I think definitely the way he was acting afterwards, like, he was just egging the fans on. And you got the commissioner in the crowd. The commissioner is there at the game. You think he liked what he was seeing out of Draymond Green acting like a, acting like a damn fool? Like, man, that man was acting like it was just so over the top. So, yeah. look, I don't, I don't agree with the suspension. I think is the NBA has been soft for a long time, especially it, you know coming from Joe Dumars who rented down rented the suspension. You Man. would think him of all people should understand like the magnitude of the playoffs and the hype of it, considering the team that he played on back in the day. But you know the fact that I'm not going to die on the hill for Draymond Green, you know because he you know you you play stupid games, you win. I mean you play these stupid games and then you're going to win stupid prizes, but. Yeah. I don't think he should have been suspended. I just thought it was like real weak on the NBA's part to do so. I mean, well, and and I, they, I think he did it. Go ahead, Stars. My bad. They should have suspended Rudy Gobert for that weak punch to uh, Kyle Anderson. <laughs> did y'all see that? What, what they, uh, oh, you mean Bro, what they did? Oh the Timberwolves my did. God, that, they got oh, him that, for a game. The Timberwolves that, did. I'm yeah, they the got league, him for the player. Well, the, the NBA, the NBA didn't suspend him, but the Timberwolves did. I mean, that, that was the most French punch I've ever seen in my life. Like, Kyle was just looked at him like, you really? That's what you're doing right now? <laughs> <laughs> well, as far as this Draymond thing, I don't like like I said, I, I know he did it on purpose. I agree with you. Antoine. But the thing is, you know, the dude grabbed his foot. It ain't like he yes. just was out here yeah. deciding to stump on people. Uh, you know, so it's one of those things where I think you have to look at, you know, cause and reaction or, you yes. know, every action has a reaction. So, you know, yeah, it's Draymond. And yeah, he, he punched his teammate before and he's done all of this stuff. Um, but I just don't know if a suspension was warranted. Now you can't you can't just be out there acting crazy with the commissioner. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You like he's like a he's like, like a fool out there. Yeah, like, you ain't, like, ain't got to do all that. That's what I'm saying. Like, and then yeah, the, to your point, yeah, Sabonis had he not grabbed his foot, none, none of this would have happened right, either. Right. So I was actually glad that they gave him a technical foul on that. And then yeah, I mean, even before that, if you remember correctly, they called this bogus foul on Draymond Green. When he accidentally ran into some bonus, which I'm like, you call him a foul mm-hmm. on that? And then, of course, they reversed it. But yeah, it's just the referees are playing too big of a role in this series. It, it's really, it's really frustrating. And I think that's a lot. That's my biggest problem with the NBA nowadays. It's like when you go up watching one product, and then now you you're subjected mm-hmm. to this product now, and it's just so weak, and they're calling every single thing, and it's it's very frustrating for somebody like me, where I grew up in an era where some of these, half of these fouls that they're calling now, I mean, they wouldn't even be technicals or fragrance or whatever the case was. Yeah, 100%. I, I agree. I, I, basketball was like my first love out of all the sports. So, like, before football, before all this. And it's just like now, 
I don't watch the full season like I used to. Like I used to be into, you know, I'll watch every single Lakers game that I that I could find the time to watch. I will watch every single, you know, whoever. Now, man, there's weeks that goes by and I don't want to check for a basketball game during the season sometimes. Just because of the way the game is played, it's different. Um, I don't want to say that I do think the league is soft. I don't think it's because in the 90s and 80s, just because they was giving each other concussions during timeouts. I don't want to go there, but I do think, because I, I still think that there's a physicality to the game. I just think it's played completely different, but I miss being able to see like teams come down and really run some good offense as opposed to coming down gunning. Like exactly. people don't even, tr- they don't even try to like a post. What's a post? Like, We've got it to the point where in the NBA, people are calling for bans of charges now. Like, did you see that on Twitter? Like, because some players have gotten hurt because Giannis got hurt and also John Moran. And now people want to ban charges. Like, play better defense, play better offense. You can play a mid, you could have mid range games instead of just chucking up these three pointers all the damn time. Like, just play better, have a better inside presence. You know, you know, they just want to go down and shoot all these threes just because Steph Curry is, you know, the best three point shooter of all time. That doesn't necessarily mean you are. Man. We sound like old heads right now. Y'all know that, right? I am old head. That's fine. But that doesn't necessarily change what I'm saying, though. And no, it does. It. it does. I mean, the NBA is definitely not. I mean, the, the game was more fundamental back then, right? You had you had guys that actually could play, not just athletic. They actually had skill. Not You know, we got guys now that are extremely talented, extremely athletic. But when it comes to, like, the basic fundamentals, I mean, I see it with my son on a weekly basis, like, you know, you got these AAU squads, man, and they just press all the time. That's not real basketball. It ain't real basketball. And, they, and yeah, they're hooking up threes, yeah, doing these step backs are, and stuff like that all the time. Yeah, these guys are the most talented NBA players we've ever had as far mm-hmm. as a skill level position. But it goes back to what you said with fundamentals. They're not being taught that yep. because, you know, there's they see the game in a way differently than what players before them did. But, yeah, this like these guys – like you got guys like Anthony Davis – who can shoot threes and, you know, do everything, like, everything you can on a basketball court. But, yeah, they're not, you know, it doesn't, it's up to those fundamentals that they hadn't been able to, they hadn't been taught, like, getting back to, like you said, AAU and high school and all of that. Hey, I'll tell you what I am excited to see, though. Russell Westbrook play defense like he's been. That dude, and he, might not, he might not be great offensively anymore like he used to be, but – that dude, what he's doing on defensive end, man. That I I love to see that. Like that's fun to watch. Yeah, he's he's brought a definitely different energy to the Clippers. Like they they've enjoyed really having him. I think it was good that he got out of to the like got away yeah. from the Lakers, and then I think that's a perfect place for him because they don't rely on his offense. They just need him to be defense defensive guy and also just be a distributor. Yep. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. 
And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. I just don't understand why he couldn't do all that in, when he was with the Lakers. It's like, a different team, man. They were asking him. It to is do a different things. team, but man, go go play basketball, play some defense, bring the energy, and pass the ball. Like I, I don't even understand. Like we we try to. I get it. It's different philosophies and different coach. It's basketball, man. And then LeBron, like, LeBron is there too. So again, he's dominating the ball a little bit more. Like so, I think it's that as well when you have them on the floor together, but I mean, there's so many opportunities when you go back and look and you had Westbrook basically leading the the secondary unit and he still just wasn't, I don't know. I I love him. And so that's why I got upset because it's like, now we, to me, it was like a a dream come true to have him, AD and LeBron on the squad together. Like Russ was one of my favorite players over the last decade or so. So it's like, yo, this is a cool thing. You know, like we always, the Lakers fan base, we always end up getting the guy like, either just past his prime or like at the end of the prime and we get the last good drops up. So I'm hoping like, okay, we got the last of West Russell Westbrook in this trade. Or you mean like Coral Malone and Gary Payton? That's a situation where it didn't work. Well, we made it to the finals, so I guess it worked. We just didn't win. Well, it wasn't because of them. It's because of Shaq Shaq and Kobe. Yeah. Yeah. But, but still the Lakers, we always end up getting them. We always do. I think, I still think we're going to get Kyrie next year. Oh God! Like you really want that headache, though? I didn't say I want him. I said I think we're gonna get him. When it just seems like when LeBron comes out publicly and he gives his um, recommendation for something, it, if it doesn't happen in that moment, it, it it always comes back around. And name a time that LeBron has come out and really said he wanted something for the team that he plays for, and it didn't happen. No, I I agree All with right. you, but you know that's not gonna end well. Like that's gonna be such a crash and burn. But I don't. I don't know. I, I I think differently about that. I mean, Kyrie's not the issue in in Dallas. Heck no. Well, He's well, I, I'll, I'll say that. Okay, he wasn't the issue, but it's funny when he so as he came and Dallas crashed and burned. It's not yeah. all his fault. Are you, Tuan? Stop with the media. Are you you oh, are you no, are you Stephen A. right now? Are you Stephen A. right now? Stop it. Look at the record. You stop it, sir. I'm a Mavericks fan. Look, when you trade away Dinwiddie and, and you get rid of like pieces of their defense, they're not going to be the same. Go look at what Dallas was before the trade, oh, and then look at what they were after the stop. trade. I'm not stop. saying again. Stephen I'm not a. saying it was his fault. I'm just saying. You know, when they acquired him, they went in the dumpsters. That that can't be denied. I'm not saying this is it was his fault. It was a lot of things that went into that. I I think that Kyrie going back to LeBron because they have that history. I think they'll be all right. I think he, he never should have left him in the first place. But that's a whole, I agree. I that's agree. a whole other conversation. So LeBron just has a way to like get the best out of people. You know, he does, man. So I I, I hope that reunion takes place. I, it would be cool to see them win a title. I'd be cool with it. Well, they better hurry. Yeah, LeBron ain't getting any younger, so yeah, they got he got about probably a few more years left in him. I agree. I agree. Hey, we got one with him, so I'm I'm happy. We got one. I'm okay. We'll get the next you know superstar to, to end up wanting to put on the purple and gold and get us another championship. Um, hey, Tuan, I wanted to ask you about another rumor that I, I kind of was just reading up on prior to the show. I saw that the Titans. 
uh, we can switch from the NBA now back to NFL. I, I saw that uh, that the Titans inquired about Aaron Rodgers. Do you know if there's any truth to that? Um, you know, like they're trying to shake up the the agreement that the Jets think they have in place. I mean, not that I know of, but I mean, it wouldn't be a surprise. It's not like anything is any movement with the Jets and you know the Packers at the moment. It's been like a standstill between the two sides. So it's been a lot of rumors going around. A lot of people are just throwing out names, whether it be the 49ers or the Titans, as you alluded to. But, excuse me, nothing on my end as far as, like, anything with Tennessee as far as that's concerned. I mean, they still got Ryan Tannehill at the moment. So, I mean, they could release him and then save cat room, and, you know, that's how you would be able to acquire Aaron Rodgers. But it seems like right, at least right now in 2023 they're going to stick with Tannehill, and they might be in the market to get a quarterback in the draft. I think that's probably their move, to be honest with you. Which is crazy to me. I, I mean, and I get it. Willis, he hasn't um, the the limited opportunity that he had last year when Tannehill went down. He just didn't look the part. Yeah, know, he was so, I, so I get yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. They, so they, I, they, I get it. Yeah, they they gave him a yeah a opportunity, and then yeah, it did not look good at all. Now, I still believe in player development and stuff like that, but yeah, I don't. From what I saw with Malik Willis, it, it was nothing that tells me like, okay, this guy might be the, might be the future. Like now, now, Sterling, from a from a, a draft stock standpoint, prior to him coming out, there were some who thought that, you know, the Steelers should have probably picked him uh, with their draft position and that he should have went higher and blah, 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 blah. And coming into the draft that year, people were like, yo, no, that's good. He, he's he's a little bit better. Like he's basically was looked at as better than what he's shown us so far as a professional. What, what do you think we were missing? You know, like what everybody was talking about, how good he was going to be. I think where you get drafted matters. Um, when you evaluate Cody Pickett and Malik, I mean, Cody Pickett, I think he's going to be as good as he's going to get. Kenny, I think he's already recent. Huh? Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett. I think he's about as good as he's going to get. Right. I don't see him getting much better. Right. But I think Malik Willis has a higher ceiling, maybe. If, if he's in the right situation, but he, he didn't show much last year. I mean, all that running around and, you know, uh, he has a, I think he has the issues reading the field. Like he still doesn't know what, what these defenses are throwing at him, but he also is a rookie, right? And we've seen rookie quarterbacks come in and look like everything's spinning around him. Uh, but I don't, I also don't really have much confidence in the Titans and, and their ability to groom a quarterback either. So they really haven't shown that they can do that. Right. They had the Marcus Mariota experiment. Ryan Tannehill was he was already made before he got to Tennessee. So they got to. And I mean, it's a different regime, but they got to show that they can handle a young quarterback and, and they don't really have any weapons. So, uh, you know, you got rid of Bobby Woods. You you drafted a rookie at Traylon Burks last year who showed some flashes. And outside of that, you got Derrick Henry. But outside of that, you really have nothing on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think basically, um, like you said, they, they lost A.J. Brown. I thought that was a big, you know, loss for them. And then, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I like Trayvon Burst, but yeah, they got forgot to uh, accumulate some more uh, weapons around. Who are, And the offensive line, too. I think the offensive line is a little bit of a question as well. All you have is, like you said, an agent Derrick Henry, and that's really about it. But, yeah, I definitely could see them possibly move with maybe a, uh, Anthony Richardson. That might be somebody that they decide to, you know, you know, trade up and get them. The Cardinals are number three. Like, I think they're going to trade with somebody. Because, Got to. Well, 
I mean, they, they have Kyler Murray, but he might not even play this year. But I think right. kind of like they're just they're just putting like on the year. That's what it seems like to me. And they, they can evaluate options after that. But you know, if they you're need not, to uh they need to not refund gonna, all of us. I'm just yeah, I'm sorry. If you're not gonna refund all of that, then yeah, you might as well just trade down and try to get as many picks as possible. Because somebody needs them. Efton picks. I want my money back. They need to refund every single season ticket holder, every single game ticket holder, every ticket holder in, in any way possible. If I paid for parking, I deserve a <laughs> refund. Like, what are you? Are you kidding me right now? Like, dude, the, the Cardinals are so bad as a franchise right now, and and it's like it's the most toxic situation from the top down to the bottom it don't matter from the ownership down to the gm we got a new coach so we'll see what's happening with this coaching situation but kyler murray like even before the acl injury man like he was just complete cheeks like it didn't it didn't matter he was throwing the ball dude deandre hopkins has a catch radius of like a greek god it didn't matter he was still throwing the ball out like 17 yards in front of him just couldn't get it done and and people, you know, I was one of the guys that was trying to defend Kyler Murray. I'm like, no, nah, Kyler, man, he he's super talented. He got me and Bruce had a whole debate about it, man. Bruce Nolan got on here and he's like, he's like, man, I wouldn't, I wouldn't give Kyler Murray this contract extension and blah me blah either. blah. Well, hindsight is 2020, but he just came off of a pretty decent season with some good scrambling numbers. Him and D Hop had a year there that they looked promising together. And so I'm like, what do you mean? You would, I'm trying to remember the quarterback that he, he ranked over him. And it was like somebody, I'm just like, nah, there's no way dude. like, I gotta, I gotta apologize to Bruce. Bruce is right. Like what the heck Kyler Murray dude. And he's so, he's so arrogant and I don't get what's happening out here in Phoenix, but like they're booing him at events and stuff. It'd oh, be wow. like little public events that he goes to and they're booing him. You get some cheers, but they're definitely, there's a split. In the, well, as yeah, as I mean, the he, he owed a lot of money. I mean, so they're they're at least committed, you know, moving forward at least for the next few years. So they're just gonna have to, you know, ride with it. Man, get that dude out of here, man. Get him, get him going. Get he, him go- he's owed one hundred. I mean, one hundred eighty nine million guaranteed. Right, right. I mean, hey. Trade the team away. Just, just. <laughs> Well, they all trying to leave. Buda Baker said he wants to be traded. Man, Buda Baker gone. My man, the, the hop is gone. The only only person I'm gonna have fun watching this season is James Conner. Like, like who? Well, Hollywood is here. What what else I got? Who, who like what what else I got? Yeah, man? Zach like Ertz. He'll be one of the worst teams in football. <laughs> and we then, got Buffalo Bills legend Zach Ertz out here at tight end. Is, is Colt McCoy gonna be the quarterback? Man, I don't even know uh, if Coast Court like they just they they got rid of um McSorley just signed with the Patriots. Yes. So McSorley won't be here. Uh you know, and that <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Like last year, nobody was happy that Kyler Torres ACL. So I, I wanna make sure I say that. But the receivers had better numbers when it was a backup playing as opposed to Kyler Murray. Like, let that tell you something. Yeah, because they're better league. You say whatever you want to about Colt McCoy, but I mean he's been in the league forever. And then I mean he might not have the skill set that Kyler Murray has, but he knows the playbook and he knows where the ball is supposed to go. Right, so he's right. gonna at least deliver it there, or at least try to. He, he can see over the line. Schedule. Yeah, he can see over the line and he can move the ball five yards <laughs> at a time. That's That's all he needs to do. <laughs> hey, um, but when you talk about Trace McSorley, I'm like, yo. <laughs> It's, it's rough. It's rough. What I'm telling you, I've been like last year. I remember it was one game. Um, 
it, so Kyler got injured, and then like maybe two games later, uh, Colt McCoy was injured. So I'm like, who the heck is starting? It was it was McSorley. I'm like, okay, Trace <laughs> Trace McSorley. Like it, that's what that's the excitement that you have out here in Phoenix. Thank God for the Phoenix Suns, who by the way does not look like the team they're supposed to have when you got Kevin Durant. I get it. They won last night. There's no way you did. The games against the Clippers should even be close. Y'all should have lost what? that first game. Like the are Clippers are good. The Clippers are good. Like the, the Clippers are okay. They don't even have Paul George right now. Paul George isn't even playing. They're still, they're still a formidable team though. They, they're pretty I, deep. I'm, I'm not saying that they're bad. What I'm saying is though, when you have Devin Booker, you got Kevin Durant, Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton, like that's your four. You do basically you got you, a, a all star lineup for your starters. Do you think you could just slap a team together and they're just gonna be good? Like they, Wait, how many games they play in the regular season? Like eight? Like if that? Like they didn't and they were undefeated, that. right? And they were undefeated. That, that means nothing towards the playoffs, man. The Clippers are mm-hmm. a they are a formidable opponent. Like, okay. and I wouldn't be surprised if the Clippers ended up winning the series, to be honest with you. The Clippers I'd are good. They're like, good. Clippers, they got, they got some good. They Kawhi got good is, Kawhi is balling. Yeah. I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that. Kawhi is a hooper. That's what he does. But I'm telling you, there's no way you're supposed to have a Devin Booker with a Kevin Durant. The same way I'd be on here ranting and raving how the Bills shouldn't only score 10 points when you got Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, and like when I go down the whole list, like there's no way you score 10 points at home in the playoffs. It's the same, it's the same stuff. You got Kevin Durant, like Kevin Durant can score from literally anywhere on the court. Yeah, like it, it just ain't about him though, man. Like we know how good Kevin Durant is. It's about and Devin Booker's a, a sniper. But Chris Paul, Chris Paul is a shell of the player that he used to be. And then Aiton can come and go. Like, he he should be better than what he is. Right, right. He should be. Yeah, he should he be should a lot be. better. But you better tell the people in uh, Arizona to get up on the Diamondbacks. Like, they're surprised. That they got a good young team there. They got a lot of young talent, man. You better go go down to the stadium see see, see them boys play. And then yeah, Andrew, Jones, Andrew Jones' son, like they about to bring him up too. I'm gonna check them out when when my Yankees come out here. That's yeah, so be. yeah, they. I mean, they're playing they're playing well out there so far, like better than I think a lot of people expected. Uh, who's your team again? <laughs> I, I'm a Red Sox fan, unfortunately. <laughs> you see, how I did that, Cheryl. You yeah, see, how I he, slid that in. Well, said, we, we know that we know what they are. Like he said, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, we, we know not <laughs> As a, as a Bills fan, I know it's baseball that we're talking about here, but as a Bills fan, anything Boston, I just I have to enjoy the moment, bask in the ambience when they're a, a subpar franchise on any level, and I just love it. Well, you say that we want to, but uh, they won titles more than more recently than the Yankees, so I'll say that. Thanks. Okay. Who won more? Come on, man! Like. You want to no, because I don't even like that argument that y'all want more recent. Because I mean, you want to do that, that's fine. You just sound like every Dolphins fan. Like you sound like every Dolphins fan. Oh, you, the Bills haven't won, when I'm the last time about, the Bills won a championship. Dude, dude we're not talking about the 1970s, though. We're not talking about the night. I'm talking about the last, like the Red Sox won a title like within the last five years. Okay. I'm not talking about 50 years. I'm not talking <laughs> about no said, old, I'm okay. not talking about no old dusty Super Bowl title. <laughs> 
I talk. Hear you. Oh, it's because you ain't been here, dog. Yeah, that's all it is. That's <laughs> we, all it is. We just miss you, bro. <laughs> yeah, we just gotta bother you because it's been it's been a while. I was actually for one of these baseball conversations, I gotta reach out to Gina and get her on here. Oh too, God, so no, we don't. no, we don't. Do <laughs> so no, we don't. No, we don't. No, 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 no. <laughs> well. What else is going on that y'all wanted to touch on, man? It's been um, there was actually quite a bit that I wanted to touch on, but I feel, again, I was so exhausted by the draft conversation. It seems like that's all the news. Well, and, I have a question um, though. I think I would have to ask both of y'all because I think it's been a subject of like a conversation for people just social media. Like, I mean, obviously the you know offseason program right now is mandatory. I mean, it's all uh, option yeah. optionary. It's not mandatory yet um, until like June. Uh, are you bothered by players not, you know, showing up and doing other things? I know Stefan Diz was at Coachella, obviously with the Jets. Quentin Williams isn't reporting because of his contract situation. Other players, Shaquan uh, Barkley and Dexter Lawrence for the Giants, it's the same thing. So, what what are y'all thoughts on that? Go ahead, Cyril. It's voluntary, but I'll be honest. Like the whole Stefan Diggs thing kind of makes me nervous a little bit, just because what we saw, how it ended, that doesn't mean him and Josh didn't talk or haven't been talking or whatever. And, and all the cryptic tweeting and stuff like that. I, I really try not to look at, read into it, look into it. But man, if I'm not like, if I'm being honest, like I'm, I'm worried about that relationship. Make sure I just want everything to be all right, but it's voluntary. Like you, he's a vet. You don't have to go. But when you see guys out there like Josh Allen there, you see Von Miller there. You're like, why is not Steph here? I mean, he's got a life to live and he's going to do his thing, but I don't know. It just makes me think a little bit. I guess for me, the first thing when it comes to like, so talking about Stefan Diggs specifically, he's never shown up for a OTA like this year, last year, the year before when he was in Minnesota, like he just, he's not a OTAs kind of guy. He just doesn't show up for those. He's always overly prepared when he does show up when it's time for, you know, whatever other activities that the teams are mandated to be at uh, when the season hits, he's always one of the best receivers in the league. So I don't care about that. And th- but then also I agree with what Stero said It's voluntary. You know, if I'm, if I'm, what is, what is Stefan Diggs? What is it? 27, 28, 29, so, whatever. So I'm a, I'm a young man that's, that hasn't hit 30 yet. I'm a millionaire. He likes high fashion. He likes music. I'm going to be at Coachella. I'm going to keep a buck. I, like, I would rather be at Coachella right now than to be in Orchard Park, where I believe it was like 50 degrees yesterday. Like, I just would, <laughs> I would much rather be at the festival than to, to, don't get, don't beat me up, Buffalo. Like, I miss Buffalo. I want me some, some bar bill. I want some gems. I want some, some, I want some pizza. I'm going to say Picasso's right now, because we are Picasso's pizza. Shipping local or nationwide. Order online at PicassoPizza.net. Do that, but you know what I'm saying. Like I, I miss Buffalo for for certain reasons, but but no, you mean it. You right now, Twan. You, you, really, you would rather be in um, East Rutherford than go to Coachella. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not. A, I mean, I'm not in East Rutherford, but to answer your question, yeah, I would rather be in Coachella. I'm just saying, let Steph live that life, man. Like, these are young men. And I, I no, think I um, no, I agree with you. Like, I mean, I think I think it's the, every situation is different. Right. I think mm-hmm. when you have a new head coach, and I think you need to be there, like for the offseason program. 
because they yeah. implement and do strategies and you know playbooks and stuff like that. However, when you're a veteran and then it's the same playbook, the same coaches, then I don't have a problem with you skipping OTAs, to be quite honest with you. So yeah, I definitely think, you know, it's like you said, it's optionary. Like Quentin Williams, I definitely think it's, you know, for him, like he already knows the playbook. It's, he's going into his fifth year. And then he's trying to make a statement too. He, he wants to get paid. And the best way to make a statement is not being there for optional minicamp right now. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I definitely, you know, I think every situation is different. Um, I don't think everything is the same. I think it's Stefan Diz's case, totally understand. I mean, I mean, what is he missing right now? Like really nothing. He already has chemistry with Josh Allen. We already know that. Mm-hmm. I mean, he can show up in any time that he wants to, and I'm sure he will, probably before the mandatory situ- uh mandatory minicamp in June. But, you know, the fact of the matter is like, yeah, it's not really a big deal now. Well, and and I agree with you too on this on the other hand of saying like like, look, if, if this was a different situation, if we had a new head coach and then you wanted all your leaders there to establish, you know, some togetherness or whatever message that you're trying to send as a franchise and you're trying to, you know, reestablish um, whatever culture that you want, then, yeah, you want Steph there. You want Josh there. You want whoever. But with it being like this, it's the same coaching staff. It's the same same quarterback to wide receiver combo, all of that man let Steph go out there and Coachella you know do his thing man Maybe take some pictures for GQ you know do his thing is there anybody around the league because you mentioned Swan like if there was a coaching issue like that is there anybody other than I know some people contract situations obviously but yes uh, I, I don't think so um, it's, I think everybody that's you know, having the contract situation is prior head coach or, you know, it's like a veteran type situation or there are obviously a veteran type situation. Uh, obviously, Saquon, you know, going to Brian Dabo's second year. I mean, <clears throat> I don't think it's necessarily a big deal that he's he's not there. Same thing with Desta Lawrence. So, yeah, I think those guys are old enough where, you know, it's not really a big deal. Well, I say party on Stefan Diggs. Um, I yeah. say party on for him. I say whoever else ain't showing up, whatever, have a good time. Just show up in shape in June when you get to mandatory camp. Or he can show up at any time, too, by the way. So, I mean, who's to say Stefan doesn't show up like sometime in May, like early May? Right. So he just wants to they'll, party real quick. They'll be all right. I ain't, you know, anybody <clears throat> tripping. Yeah, I don't think it's a big deal at all. I just thought I just thought it was an interesting question because yeah. some people are freaking out about it, like some of those veteran players not showing up. And it's yeah. like Brandon Bean was like, "Well, I'll keep that between him and I." And it's like, could you come up with a better response than that, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you're just feeding it. It's like you're feeding it, man. Just I don't know, dude. Well, you don't want to say it's not a big deal because. If it's not, then other people would want to do well, other people would also skip out on it. So you don't want to necessarily downplay it that it's not a big deal, but at the same time, you also don't want to do anything to alienate him, you know, in the process too. So I, I understand that answer. All right. One another topic that's off, and I feel like um it's at least I hope football fans can relate to to this question I'm about to ask, just because I th- I feel like we all fall in love with certain people when they're on the rise and certain things. Have y'all heard all of this stuff that's going on with Jonathan Majors? Yes. Um, I it's feel strange. like 
So he's been around for some time. He's not by any means a new actor, but I feel like this is this was like his year. You know what I mean? Like I just feel like you know he had the Marvel deal. He did the Creed thing. Yeah, did, like, yeah. You know, so like everything. You know, it, it, this was his year to have his rise and to kind of have his moment and have the spotlight. And then, um, you know, so reports were a few weeks back out in New York that um, he, I believe that it said it physically assaulted. I don't know what the details were. I feel like I read somewhere that he he choked her or he like he he slapped her. Obviously, completely wrong, completely inappropriate. Um, but now. His management team has dropped him. His promoters have dropped him. And there apparently are more young women who are coming out um, cooperating with the Manhattan uh, DA attorney or district attorney saying like, hey, this is who this guy is. Anybody again, I know this is not a Marvel show and we don't talk comic books and all that stuff. But um, I just think it's, it's interesting when a person on the rise like this, like as as big as he's become so quickly. Um, when something like this happens, it's interesting to see how the industry and fans and just everybody kind of just to see how it goes. Yeah. What are your thoughts uh, on it? Yeah, I, I want to make sure I get some of the details right. So he was arrested for domestic assault. And then uh, according to the report, the, uh, the allegedly uh, the victim had bruising around her head and also neck area. So and then. As you alluded to, now more and more women are coming out. You know, they were thought that you know maybe this at first it was just like that one incident or whatever. But you know now it seems like that's not the case to the point where you know his team, like as far as uh, publicists and everything, decided to drop him, which is never a good sign when that happens because typically they're the ones that know more information than everything everybody else because they're the ones that usually get information like that too and know how to navigate it so mm. yeah it is a first of all i would definitely want to say uh it I, I feel for the victims you know like i say no, nobody wants anybody like that anything like that to happen to anybody so it is a you know terrible situation but and also at the same time yeah we're talking about a guy that as you alluded to that seemed like he was on the rise you know had that big ant-man movie that made a lot of money Creed, you know, that made, well, that made a lot of money, but it seemed like that's when everything started to come out. And, you know, it's a bit of a black cloud around that, uh, around that movie to the point where I feel like it kind of, you know, shadowed everything that was supposed to happen around that time. So, yeah, I mean, you, you hope things like that are true, but yeah, it seems like we're learning more and more about the situation. And, you know, it seems like some of the stuff might have some validity to it. Yeah, <clears throat> I always look at it like, you know, everything that they're saying might not be true, but there's some truth in it. You know what I'm saying? And I think, you know, for him, you got to understand the, the moment that you're in. Right. Like and he, he's a black man in America. I mean, that's that to me that that's a big deal. You know what I'm saying? And his platform that he has, I think you got to You got to be different. We talk about Ja Morant, like and the decisions that he's making. You got to you got to do things differently, man. You got to think differently. You got to put yourself around people you know, that's going to, that's going to support you. Like, you know, the three of us, we talk about that kind of stuff on our, on our platforms, you know what I'm saying? Like how we roll and how we operate and stuff like that. And just think at his level, I mean, you gotta, man, you gotta be, it's like, I always feel like there's no excuse for that because there's so many examples of these things that have happened before him. Like, man, you, you know, if you, if it's help that you need, go seek help, man. But 
you gotta be, you gotta think differently. You gotta do it the different way. It's just, I mean, so, so first of all, I don't want to um, harp on the fact that it's unfortunate because his career is basically going to be over. Like, I, I don't want to overshadow the fact that there's a young woman and now seemingly several mm-hmm. young women who have gone through this who are cooperating. Um, so I, I first want to say, like, you know, we don't condone this type of stuff, you know, so um, I do want to speak out against that. But it's just it's just. Is wild, man. Just the way it go. Look, Creed. Did, did you see the newest Creed? I have not. It. I have not. Man, I'm gonna tell you what. Some of the best. Now, I've seen a ton of boxing movies over. There. Obviously, everybody's seen Rocky. We've all seen all of the movies that come out. But as far as like the the camera work in this movie, it was some of the best camera work I've ever seen for a boxing movie. And I feel like they put on a clinic. Like if you're gonna film a boxing movie, you absolutely need to study the the videography in this movie. Um, the storyline was amazing. Obviously it was kind of almost a recycled thing. Like kids like, with the, you know, with the same background went separate ways. One got blessed. The other one had a rough life, blah, blah, blah. But just overall, man, it was a phenomenal movie. And, and like just all the stuff that we've seen him in, he, he, he really had the heart of America for a second there where he just seemed like, um, you know, he, he was doing the, the a masculine but not you know um it, he had like this whole campaign where he was out like talking to women and he was talking about how he can be masculine and but yet still show some sensitivity and so women loved him and then the guys loved him because now he's a marvel you know super villain and all this stuff so, you know so it's just like he just had everything right in front of him and, and just to see it crumble is is kind of you know it's unfortunate but like you said earlier you know you you play stupid games you win stupid prizes man yeah basically what it is so i mean i've never seen any of the creed movies i need to get on that yeah no you do you do i think um i will say with this last one i was the only disappointment that i had with the movie was that sylvester stallone wasn't in it at all oh wow okay that was it but but i mean front to front beginning to end great movie phenomenal movie yeah, I, had, I hadn't. Well, the last movie I went to go see in the theaters was I saw the new John Wick, so which that was like phenomenal. But yeah, I don't, I don't really go see a lot of movies in the theaters nowadays because they come out so quick on uh, TV and streaming now. So I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, what's the point? Unless it's like something like huge, like John Wick. John Wick. I was like, yeah, I gotta go see this in the theaters. So yeah, that was like crazy. Like I seen all the movies, so I had to go see that one. I, I saw still the, haven't seen John Wick. Have you seen, seen the franchise? No, I've seen the franchise. I haven't seen this newest one. Oh, okay. Yeah, the newest one. Yeah, it's it's great. Like the fighting scenes are like unbelievable. I saw the new uh Nike movie, which is pretty good. Air? Yeah, yeah. I, I that too. That, that's really good. Really good. Yeah, I, I I talk about I thought a lot of people say it's gonna win a lot of awards. So yep. I definitely want to uh, check that out. And that's a great cast, too. Yeah, man. That cast is like Holy man, like they got everybody in there. And I just talking about Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. I mean, you got like Marlon Wayans, you got, you know, Chris Tucker, Viola Davis. I'm like, wow, okay. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah, did a good job, man. They did a really oh. good job. There's a lot of like one liners and stuff in it. And like it's it's inspirational, man. It's 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 one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. Wow, okay. 
I wait till it comes to HBO Max. You know what I'm saying? Like I watch it there. <laughs> I probably will too. <laughs> I'll give you my login. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I'm not nothing against it. Viola Davis is amazing. Her husband, who plays Michael Jordan's father in it, is an amazing guy. All of that stuff. I'm not. I'm not going to the movies to see that, man. Like at this point, it, you got to be a Marvel movie, or like you got to be like something nostalgic. Like I, th- I think I saw her doing like a like a. A, a reunion movie for the Ninja, not the Ninja Turtles, for the, the Power Rangers. I'm gonna go see that. I'm gonna go see that. It's gotta be that's bringing ticket, it back. Like, it's gotta be like a big ticket premium movie for me to go see it. Like the Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. I might go see that. I might, oh, I, 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 I gotta, I gotta watch that. I'll probably I gotta go watch that. that. Yeah, I'll probably go see that in the theaters. Yeah, we in there. We in there. But but to to go see Air, I just can't do it. I can't do it. I do want to see it, but yeah, I'll I'll wait a couple of months and then, like you said, it'll be on streaming. So. Yeah. So, but all right, man, we're going to get actually get ready to get on out of here. Like I said, I, 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 we can, we can talk the draft stuff in our sleep. I just feel like I wanted to take a quick break from that this week and kind of just well, talk we got about next week too. Going on. Yeah. Well, next week is the week. So that's all we're going to be talking about. So, um, you know, you, you got any content that you had that you have coming up in preparation for the draft? Either one of you? Uh, for me, just, you know, just talking about, I know a lot of Jets fans don't necessarily care and they want to know more about Aaron Rodgers, but I don't necessarily have a lot update for you really on that. But you can follow me at Antoine Staley on Twitter. I'll be talking about, you know, I talked about them looking at running backs uh, possibly, but also, you know, wide receivers too, especially with them missing out on Odell Beckham who ended up going to the Ravens. I have a uh, – oh, go ahead. Well, no, I was just going to ask because what what is, what is the asking price that – that it seems like the Packers are looking for for Aaron Rodgers. I, I've been asked this plenty of times. I, I think I don't think it's really the asking price. I think they're comfortable giving them a second round pick, and for this year, I think it's next year. I think the Packers would like some type of first first round pick, whether it be you know this year or possibly next year. And then the Jets don't necessarily want to give it to him simply because you know he might play a year. To be quite honest with you. Uh, I guess we had tragic movie taste, so that, yeah. that's something. <laughs> <laughs> shout, out, shout out to Repsal. If you, always if got you, something to say. always got something. Always, but um, but yeah, I think they want the Jets would like to be protected just in case that Aaron Rodgers just decides to play one year and retire. Because you know, let's look face it, like he was ninety percent retired apparently before he went to his darkness retreat. So who's to say? And the Packers, they've been Packers been going through it the last couple of years. Like, will they retire? Mm-hmm. Will they not? So who's just like it'll be the same thing next year? Like, is he gonna retire? Is he gonna play? And Jets understand like this could be a one year thing, especially when you know if they don't make the playoffs somehow, then it's gonna be a lot of changes too. So you know it might be wholesale changes, not just with the quarterback, but you know all around. So they want to protect themselves and not necessarily give up a first round pick. So I definitely think that's part of the holdup too. Just trying to get those conditional picks or a pick, you know, you know, in the favor of the Jets, really. So it might come all the way down to draft night, depending on what might happen. I feel like we're gonna see a couple dra- um, draft night trades go through. Oh yeah, for sure. I need to. I got some travel coming up. I need to go ahead and download draft um, draft day so I can, you know what I mean, oh, get that wow. in. Every year, so reptile. I know you say we got bad uh, taste in movies. I watch Draft Day every single year with all the bad fake <laughs> trades and everything. I get into it every single year. That's a bad so, movie, but yeah, I like watching it too. Don't they got Kevin Costner in it? Yes. Yeah. 
it's a horrible movie, but you, I just feel like, you know, you got to watch it. Like you can't have the draft every single year since that movie has come out. I'll watch it before the draft. So, you know, say what you will. Yeah, it's hilariously bad, but yeah, it's definitely, I definitely watch it. Man's turned the first round, the first overall draft pick to what? Two first, two seconds, 15 fourths. Like this yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> it was crazy. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't seen it, make sure this year is the year that you see draft day before draft day. You got to watch it. Like you just have to. You got a little cameo from um, former Buffalo Bills president in there. Um, you got it's a couple of Buffalo moments in there. It's nice to see see the Ralph at that moment. It was still the Ralph. It was well, it's still always the Ralph. Just like yeah. you know, even when the Dolphins play, it's like Joe Rogers Stadium to be. Yep. Which I still hate that stadium, but <laughs> we know you and you know we know you your complaints about the uh, the weather. So, dude, if I come down there this year for the for the Bills game, I'm, I'm sitting on the the Dolphin side. I'm well, sitting on the move. Dolphin side. The smart move. Well, it depends on when the what depends on when the game is, though. I don't care when it is. I don't even want the sun to to to, to try and if get it's to December. Me. Like I think you're fine, man. Matter of fact, huh. matter of fact, no, because. It might be. I was down. I was down in Florida in March. I know that's not December, but I was down there in March, and it was still just as it was just as muggy. It was just as it's like no, man. I ain't got. So that's when it starts to get hot. Like yeah, March and then April was the um the rainy season, and then Mm -hmm. after that it's like, and then you got June, and then it's the um swamp season. Like the lack of a better like. I don't want to say the full word, but you can probably figure it out like <laughs> how people have uh, swap things going on in their uh, rear end part. So yeah. Well, we'll see. I I I just know if if the game is at all in September or October, I'm sitting yeah. on the, the smart the side. Of, yeah. So, but all right, and Sterles, what did you say you had coming up, man? Uh, my final mock draft of the season. So I'll, I'll drop that on Tuesday. <laughs> my man Richard Rush is filling in the blanks for, for us there on the show is, today. There it is. <laughs> there you go. So, there you go. Um, so, but that's all from, from, from me for this week. Next week, I'll have Josh Thomas, uh, former Buffalo Bill, current Arizona Cardinal on. And then uh, the following week after that, I'll have uh, Josiah. Everybody knows him as like the king of memes for the NBA. He's oh, yeah. going to be joining me. We'll be having, I want to have a conversation with him about, um, how the cap situation is so different between the NFL and the NBA and which I'm sorry. I was going to say, go ahead. Well, yeah. So I just, I wanted to have a a conversation about that. Like, you know how, to me, it seems like the NBA, the players have a little bit more power than the the players in the NFL. Um, It seems like obviously the guaranteed money is there, but then it also seems like, you know, um, there isn't as much, I guess in the NFL, for the sake of the fans, the players don't have that much flexibility. I, I, I don't know which way I feel like is better. There's some things I don't like. Like, for instance, I don't like the franchise tag. Um, no. I don't think that the, the NFL should be able to have that type of control over a player in their prime. Uh, when you know. So I just wanted to have that kind of conversation about um, you know, how he sees it, especially being a son of a former player, just his knowledge on how the cap works and all that stuff. And uh, so, yeah, I got a couple couple big weeks coming up. 
Uh, and if you've missed, oh, my dog's is going crazy. If you missed the show of Code of Conduct from this past week as well, uh, go check it out. Joe Marino was on there with me. It's a great time, great show. Yeah, for, I was gonna say, yeah, you talk about his famous father, uh, Marcus Johnson, who like one of uh, one of the Lakers legend mm-hmm. and UCLA legend too. So. You know, so we got a couple good things coming up. So y'all check us out. And uh, so we're going to get on out of here. My dogs is going crazy. I don't know why. So y'all know how we do it over here with Buffalo Rumblings. Y'all love each other, take care of each other, and live in peace. And as always, stay positive, test negative. Go Bills. Go Bills.